Welcome to Get Your Goal with Paula B. I'm your host, Paula B. I'm a weight loss and menopause expert, certified life coach, and author of the book, Mind Over Menopause. On this podcast, we dive deep into the mindset tools and proven Get Your Goal formula that will help you lose weight for the last time. Are you ready to get your goal? Me too. Let's go. Hey, goal friend. Welcome to episode number 281, where we are talking about how to get any goal, not just weight loss. You guys, I have such a special treat for you today. This is a replay of a class that I presented a couple of months ago that I have been working on really putting together some materials for you so that you can take in this information in a way that really helps you, I mean, get any goal, much like the title promises, not just weight loss. This is your roadmap to getting your weight loss goal, getting your writing a book goal, getting any goal you could possibly have in your life. And I feel like it just really offers you such a presentation of what this journey might look like in a way that is realistic in the sense of I'm not trying to sugarcoat it for you, but also so that it really normalizes for you what you're going to encounter on your way. And as previously mentioned, I have materials for you. If you go to getyourgoal.com slash podcasts slash 281-G Y G like get your goal because this is the get your goal formula. You will find the worksheets and the visual representation of what this get your goal formula looks like that I really think can be so, so helpful for you. Have so much fun with this replay, with learning, with digging in, and of course, with getting your goal. Hello, hello, good morning. So let's talk about how we normally think about getting goals. I know how I think about getting goals. I think that you plan to do something, you do something, and then you get success, right? Like, it's just that simple. It goes from A to B to C. And along the way, so over here, this is how good you feel right now. You feel feel pretty good. You feel all right. You feel feel like yourself, what it is. But then... You start doing stuff and that's very exciting. And then you keep doing things and you get to your success and you are a little bit higher up over here. You feel a little bit better because you've gotten what you wanted. I will tell you, there are slightly more things to getting a goal than these three steps, the plan, the do, and the having of success. Those of you in the Get Your Goal group have seen the big check mark before. This is how I would like for you to think about getting your goal. No matter what the goal is, there will be a point when you don't feel quite as good as you did at the start, but there will also, your inevitable success, be a point when you feel so much better than you thought. Your success isn't about feeling a little bit better. Your ultimate success is going to be so much higher, so much more than you ever thought before. This get your goal formula looking like a check mark means a couple of different things. It means that the 
the trajectory there is going to be different than you expected. It's not going to be a straight line between you and feeling amazing. It's going to be, in fact, it's not even going to be the straight lines that I drew. I drew this straight line down and this straight line higher up. The fact is there's going to be both ups and downs. And if this were, if this were a weight loss chart, we would just turn it upside down. You can possibly expect to have gains on your way to overall losses. You can possibly expect to feel worse before you feel better. And this is the thing that I think is probably the most important thing to know about getting your goal, even though it does not sound like amazing news as I am delivering it to you. I think it's really important to understand and to even have that in your mind as you get going so that you're not surprised by this, so that you're not shocked, so that you don't get, you know, three weeks in and you're like, why is everything going wrong? It's supposed to feel like that. It is truly, if not the most important part of your goal getting, it is an important part of your goal getting. And it's the one that most people don't talk about. It is the thing that a lot of, you know, inspirational speakers or people who are giving you plans to get a goal. Honestly, I don't even really talk about it that much in the 5.0 method. It is, it is what I consider the hard sell of the get your goal process is that you are not going to feel like you are being licked by kittens the entire time. You are sometimes going to feel really lousy and that's completely normal. It's completely okay. It's completely part of the process. And it does not mean that you aren't going to get your goal. In fact, it's really good news. It means that you are in the process of getting your goal. Yes, but I mean, is that if you feel bad, you're on the right track. Hooray, right? <laughs> so let me share with you the get your goal formula. There are five steps to it. And I, here, here's the thing about the get your goal group knows. I had toyed with the idea of calling this the five formula. In fact, have called it the five formula for a little while now, because there are five parts. And one of the parts is the 5-0 method. And then the fifth thing is that there are five fundamental truths. And then one of those fundamental truths has five parts to it. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there were a lot of fives. So for those of you who have heard me refer to this as the five formula, I am not going to do that to you anymore. Just know that if I'm talking about something, it has five parts more than likely. And this is now the get your goal formula. A little bit easier to say, a little bit easier to think about it. And yes, you do use all your fingers and toes while you're getting your goal. You guys, I'm going to go through it relatively quickly here. And then I'm also going to go through it in detail. Step number one of getting your goal is that you decide on your goal. What do you want? Step number two is that you choose how to get started. This is actually where the 5-0 method comes in. You will have some sort of a plan on your way to getting your goal. The magic five. I know. I like that one too. Trust me. I have come up with a lot of different five names for all the different five things. And it's just safer for all of us. If I leave the 5-0 method as is, because you all know it's the 5-0 method and I call everything else something else. So it doesn't get too confusing. Step three of the get your goal formula is to do stuff to find your thoughts. 
And we're going to talk about that a fair bit because that is a little bit different than just doing stuff, which is how we have come to goal getting before now. Step number four is to practice having the thing you want. And step number five is to follow the five fundamental truths to success. I am going to, like I said, go into each of these in some bit of detail. But let's get started with what I think is the most important step. Weirdly, not step number one. (laughs) Step number four is to practice having the thing you want. And I call this the hard bounce at the bottom. In fact, it is, I'm going to flip my chart back here. Step four is right down here. It is the bottom. It is the part where you are going to feel the worst. Why in the world would I start talking about that? Here's why. Because even though I have put this out here as a five-step process, as though it goes directly in some linear fashion from one through five. The real truth of it is that you can be on step four at any point in the process, any point in the process. The hard bounce at the bottom is not, well, as I say, it's not the lowest point. It is the lowest point right now. There could, in fact, be lower points. But the point of the hard bounce at the bottom is that you are being, feeling, doing something that is not the way you see yourself right now. This is why there are two of me here. I am not a twin. But this, oh, by the way, this is me. This is for those of you listening on the podcast. I have, I have visual aids. And I have stick figures because this is my drawing capability. You can tell it's me because the stick figure has glasses and curly hair and green eyes. That's how you know that it's me. (laughs) But there's two me's, even though there's only one of me. And this, my friends, is the thing about, (coughs) excuse me, practicing having the thing you want. You currently have a thought about yourself. In fact, you have lots of thoughts about yourself. And I call this, actually, it's not even just me. It is called your self-concept. You have sentences that you are thinking about yourself that are your self-concept. There can only be one. Yes, exactly. Right now, your self-concept is something along the lines of I weigh whatever it is you weigh. Whatever the number was. Let's say this morning, today, last week, whenever you weighed yourself. If you are losing weight, your goal is to lose weight and to weigh a very specific number. That means that at the end of your goal, you will be a person who weighs a different number. I've said XXX on both of them, y'all, just one of them is. One of them is one number, one of them is a different number. And I know that that sounds like a fact. I mean, you step on the scale, you see a number, it's data. This is a fact. You have thoughts about that fact. And that means that you are going to have to think something different when you weigh a different number. Have you ever thought about that? Like we think about our weight 
all the time as though it is like unchanging and as though we can change our opinions by simply seeing a different number on the scale. I will tell you from my own experience, when I was losing weight, every time I stepped on and saw a low number, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. (laughs) Even though I was doing all the things to lose the weight and I wanted to lose the weight and I had a number in mind every single time I couldn't believe it. It was a surprise to me. It took me, and this is, I mean, this was many years ago when I lost the, the last time that I lost a large amount of weight. It took me nine months to lose the 30 pounds. And it took me a good another nine months to actually hear that number in my brain as believable. It took me a year over a year before I stopped when I was going uh, clothing shopping, before I stopped bringing in three or four different sizes of the same pair of jeans, because I had no idea which size would fit me. I could not wrap my brain around being a different size. That was really difficult for me. That was the hard bounce at the bottom. That was me living in between two self-concepts. I had the data to prove the second self-concept, but my brain was still over here. Here's the thing about step four, this hard bounce at the bottom, practicing having the thing you want. You currently think I weigh such and such. If you are to right now think to yourself, I weigh, and then put your goal number in that sentence. Did your brain just explode? No, I don't. That's not true. Uh Uh-uh. Right? Right? When in the world is your brain going to get used to that number? Seeing it on the scale doesn't make you have a new thought about yourself. You are going to have to practice thinking that new thing about yourself. And lots of us, I count myself on this one, lots of us wait until we're already at that number before we even start practicing it (laughs) because it feels so out of reach. It feels so difficult. However, I'm going to tell you that practicing before you get there is one of the things that can help you stay there. Not practicing having the thing you want will almost guarantee not getting the thing you want because your brain doesn't know how to think about this thing that you want. Now, the reason I bring up step four first is that this can occur to you at any point in time along your journey. When you are, for example, step one, deciding on your goal, you might notice that it's really hard to pick a number because it's really hard to even think about your your ability to have something that you want. It's really hard for you to even picture yourself being anything else different than you are right now. Picking something, choosing something, wanting something for yourself might already be outside of your self-concept. Truly, lots of us get told our entire lives that we can't have what we want, that our wants aren't important, that we have to serve other people first, that things are just too difficult, you're uh, not related to weight loss at all, even though I told you I was gonna give you nothing but weight loss examples. (laughs) I just 
heard in my own brain the other day that I can't have what I want because I can't afford it. Heard that one my entire childhood growing up. I can't afford it. We can't afford it. Still a self-concept that I am working on right now so that I can get to the place where I can afford anything I want. Excuse me. You will find that maybe it's really easy for you to pick something for yourself, but then when it comes time to like choosing how you're going to get there, for example, using the 5-0 method or, you know, doing keto, doing intermittent fasting, doing Weight Watchers, doing whatever else, that making that decision feels really tough. That it feels like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I should do this or I should do that. This is one of the ways that you know that you are already at step four, the hard bounce at the bottom, because it feels tough to make a decision. You might sail through that one too. And then you get to step three where you're doing stuff to find your thoughts. And then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know how to do things. It's really hard for me to eat my calories. It's really hard for me to go to bed. It's really hard for me to exercise every day. We might attribute that to being like unmotivated or whatever. However, it has nothing to do with like motivation. It really has to do with finding yourself here at step four, practicing having the thing you want. It feels outside of your current self-concept to do things like eat the right number of calories or go to bed on time or exercise or journal. The way that you will know that you are at step four, the hard bounce at the bottom, is because you will notice, this is what it looks like in your life. You will notice yourself being indecisive. You will notice yourself arguing with yourself. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. You will notice yourself having lots of self-doubts. I'm just not sure. I just don't know if I can get there. I just don't know if this is the right thing for me. I just don't know. You will notice yourself having an urgency to make changes. This is the tough one. You want to get there. You want to get there now. You want it to happen yesterday. You want the way already to be gone. Done, 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 done not how most changes work. And that is part of the discomfort of practicing having the thing that you want. You are simultaneously in two places mentally at the same time. It will also show up as inertia or a plateau. And yes, you guys, what I'm telling you is that when you get somewhere in the middle of your weight loss and all of a sudden you are not losing weight anymore, This is because you are at the hard bounce at the bottom. You are trying to practice having the thing you want and it feels very uncomfortable. In fact, there is, this is a psychological principle. It's called uh, cognitive dissonance where you are trying to hold two opposing thoughts at the same time. It is uh, biologically speaking, the most uncomfortable your brain can be. Biologically, your brain is supposed to agree with itself. There's, there's lots of reasons for this and uh, suffice to say for our purposes today that it works in your favor most of the time. It works for you to have a self-concept and to move forward with that because, I mean, as I just mentioned here, when you try to hold a different self-concept, all of a sudden you kind of can't do anything. All of a sudden you're arguing with yourself, you're self-doubting and you're in indecision or you have so much urgency to make changes that you're doing lots of different things. It works in your favor 
to think of yourself one way, right up until you want to think of yourself a different way. The fact is you can hit this hard bounce, not just once, not just twice, but dozens of times on your way to getting your goal. It never, ever, ever means that you can't get your goal. This is the thing that I want you to take away from today. First of all, that you're going to feel worse before you feel better. You're welcome. I'm so happy we talked about that. But also that feeling worse does not mean anything about your success. I cannot stress this enough because I know that every single one of us gets to this point where we are arguing or we are doubting or we feel so urgent to do something, anything right now, or we can't seem to make anything happen, or we're just not sure we feel indecisive. None of that means that you're not going to get your goal. And in fact, it is evidence that you are. The reason you feel lousy is because you have two self-concepts. If you only had the one, I'm a person who weighs what I weigh and I'm never going to change. You'd feel okay. It'd feel normal. It wouldn't feel like much of anything at all. The fact that you feel discomfort means that you are moving towards that thing you want. It's like really, really good news, even though it never feels like it. (laughs) You guys, step four feels awful. And if you know this beforehand, that you are going to feel awful and it is proof that you are on your way, I feel like this can actually help you keep moving. This could be the piece of information that makes all the difference between you getting your goal and you quitting because you feel awful. And that must be proof that you're never going to get there. It's not. It's proof that you're on your way. So you guys, let's talk about, let's talk about the steps. Let me show you those steps again. So keeping in mind that this is not linear, that there's lots of up and downs, really specifically downs. Yay. And that step four really, truly can happen at any point in time. And it will possibly happen over and over. My own experience truly with weight loss was that I actually had lots of success. I don't remember really struggling with a lot of self-doubt. I had some, I had some days that felt more motivating than others. I had some moments where it felt like, oh my gosh, this is so difficult. Maybe I'm not going to get there. But there really was a part of me that knew that I was going to lose weight. The biggest struggle for me, the hardest bounce at the bottom for me was once I had lost the weight, accepting that I was there. Truly, you are, you have the possibility of having a difficult time accepting that you have gotten your goal at any point in time along this journey. Knowing that step four can happen at any time means that any of the other steps might not feel amazing. However, they might. You might find yourself sailing through lots of this stuff. Don't let that fool you either. You don't have to feel terrible on your way. There's the possibility that you will, 
but you also don't have to. So step one is to decide on your goal. And honestly, it is both that simple and that difficult. You get to just pick. Do you know that? Do you know that you can pick anything? You can decide out of thin blue air, any number you want for your weight. There's no moral imperative for you to be a certain weight. There's no moral imperative for you to earn a certain amount of money. There's no moral imperative for you to have a certain kind of relationship. There is nothing about your goal, whatever it is you want for yourself, that you have to do in a certain way. You can ask yourself, what do I want? And then you can just answer that question. And then, and then you can have that thing. I mean, right? <laughs> you, can, you can have that thing that you want because you chose it. It's kind of amazing. It's kind of mind blowing. And this is why I mentioned that you could have step four at any point in time, because even that concept of asking yourself what you want and recognizing that you can have what you want, no matter what that wanting thing is, a little bit mind-blowing, a little bit, got some disbelief there, right? But you can, and all you got to do is ask, what do I want? Step two is to choose how to get started. Lots of us have lots of drama. Lots of us have a hard bounce at the bottom at this point. It's why I have provided you with the 5-0 method. This is me telling you do these exact things and you will get your goal. <laughs> I mean, this is what this is what fitness trainers want to offer you. This is what anybody who has a business plan or a relationship plan or a weight loss plan or any kind of a plan wants you to believe that I tell you what to do, you do it, and then you get there. And to be fair, it is kind of that simple. There will be things that you do to get where you want to go. There will always be things that you do. But choosing that and like knowing that anything could actually work could also blow your mind. Boom, we're down here at step four already again, <laughs> maybe for the second time, maybe for the fifth time. And we're barely on step two and we haven't even started doing anything. We're just choosing what we want and then deciding on a plan. Here's the truth of it. Any plan, any plan can get you where you want to go. Any of them. The thing that makes a plan work is you believing that it's going to work. Is you choosing, I have this new self-concept over here and I'm going to get there. And that's how the plan works. Now, as it happens, I do offer science-backed information about how to lose weight. It's sensible. It works. Blah, blah, blah. But if you don't believe that it's going to work, if you aren't willing to put in the mental work to make it work, it won't work for you. Nothing will work for you unless you believe it will work for you. So wrapping your brain around that part of it means that anything will work for you. Choosing how to get started doesn't have to have a lot of drama, but usually does. When you know that anything you choose can work and therefore will work because you believe it can, you can choose anything. Okay, 
Now here is what might be the hardest part for you and might be the easiest part for you because you could concurrently be in step four right here at step three. Do stuff to find your thoughts. Now, this one is a little bit different than most plans will tell you. Most plans will be like, just do stuff. Do stuff. However, the thing about doing stuff is that you have a lot of thoughts about it. <laughs> My friends, you have a lot of thoughts about the stuff you do and whether or not you're capable and whether or not it's going to get you there and whether or not all of the things. And yes, exactly, Terry, here is the magic. Absolutely. Here is the magic. When you just do stuff, there's a really good chance that you will stop doing stuff. And the reason you would stop doing stuff, because you have thoughts about it. Your thoughts, all of them, create your feelings. Again, all of them. Your feelings drive your actions, all of them. So when you find yourself not doing something, for example, eating your calories, drinking your water, going to bed, exercising, journaling. When you find yourself not doing something, even though you have a plan, you have a goal, you, you, you're doing stuff, you're supposed to do stuff. When you find yourself not doing things, it's because you have thoughts. You have thoughts about the stuff that you need to do to get your goal. And those thoughts, just so you know, aren't helping you. They're not. <laughs> If you had helpful thoughts already in your brain that were getting you where you wanted to go, you'd already be where you want to be. Right now, if you are not at your goal, you have thoughts that are slowing you down. Completely normal, completely okay. This is what happens to all of us. It's the reason we have goals is because we're not already there. When you understand that this is part of the process, you do stuff to find your thoughts, a couple of things will happen. Well, the thing, the thing that you will actually do is that you will use the two-step tool. You will journal and you will find your thoughts and you will recognize that lots of them are unhelpful, completely okay. But the other thing that's gonna happen there is that you will recognize that it doesn't matter what you do. I know we all think, all of us, that there's a right way to do things and there's a wrong way to do things. And then if I do the wrong thing, I can gain weight. Y'all, you might, you absolutely might. And that's just really good information. You are doing stuff to find your thoughts. You are not doing stuff to be on the bullet train to success because this is the right way to do all this stuff. It might be, it also might not be. When you know that you are doing stuff to find your thoughts instead of I'm doing stuff to get someplace without ever making any mistakes at all, it means that you'll be free to do anything. It means that you'll give the high method a chance. It means that you might be eating more calories than you've ever eaten, or at least in the recent past. It means that you might be exercising less than you have ever exercised, or at least in the recent past. It means that you might set yourself a bedtime and stick to it because you're just doing stuff to find your thoughts. There's no right or wrong here. There's no good or bad here. There's no moral imperative. There's no have tos. You're doing stuff just to see what you think about it. And here's the thing. If you find, let's say, nothing but unhelpful thoughts about the thing that you are doing, for example, for example, because I hear this on the daily, I'm eating way too much. I could never eat this number of calories. This is a lot. I'm definitely going to gain weight. If your brain is flooded 
with thoughts like that, then that's really good information. It means that that thing that you are trying to do, the do stuff, isn't working for you right now. It means that you can try something different. When I offer you, hey, here's this right number of calories, and it's going to get you to your weight loss goal because it's like the exact right caloric deficit. If you have literally nothing but unhelpful thoughts and not even one shred of, well, we'll just see how this goes. I think this might work. I've heard good things. I'm going to try this and see what happens. If you have nothing but doubts, if you have nothing but the hard bounce at the bottom, frankly, and inertia, then that number is not going to work for you right now. Let yourself be empowered when you do stuff to find your thoughts, to recognize that that means that you can do something else too. You could pick a different number and try that. See how the thoughts come up. See how it goes. You have all the power because you have the power of your thoughts to do anything. Recognizing that you are doing stuff for the sake of finding your thoughts, as opposed to for the sake of only getting success or heaven forbid, failure. It really takes away a lot of that fear. You are doing stuff to see what you think about it. And sometimes, sometimes you might even surprise yourself weirdly by having some really good thoughts about it. <laughs> I know I've mentioned like this whole process is just going to be you finding terrible thoughts and feeling awful. There's actually a point where you're going to feel pretty good, where you're actually going to have some confidence that you're going to get there. You're going to have some like lack of doubt. You're going to have some good feelings on your way there. It's really weird, right? But here's the fantastic thing is that, oh, you know what? I'm going to show you again. I was going the wrong way. Remember what I mentioned? Way back here, rather than just, you know, this slow little gradual uphill that we all think it's going to be, there will be a point on your journey where you actually feel significantly better than you ever thought you could. Significantly. And that point, boom, is step five, where you follow the five fundamental truths to success. So let me share with you what those five fundamental truths are. Ah, my friends, the five fundamental truths of success are that number one, you are a golden nugget. And I know that the first time you hear this, lots of people are like, McDonald's? What? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Here's the thing about the golden nuggetness of you. It has nothing to do with fast food. It has nothing to do really with anything nugget related at all. I really specifically chose this phrase for two reasons. Number one, it came to me. It was the first little thing that popped into my head. And I am, I am learning how to just listen to the first thing that pops into my head when it feels good. And also, because there's a really good chance that you might have a current religious or spiritual or personal belief about this thing. And I wanted to make it really clear that you can fit 
what I call a golden nugget into what you already think. I didn't want to use a word like soul or essence or or co-opt something from a specific religion or a specific spiritual practice, because this really does apply to you, no matter what you believe. And I hope that I hope that you hear it that way. Because rather than me just offering you like, here's this thing, think about it the way I think about it. I'm offering you this thing so that you can really work it into your own, well, your self-concept, but also your own belief system. It's part of why I give it a silly name so that it does kind of catch your attention and you can think about it any way you want to. The thing about you being a golden nugget is it means that you were, by virtue of your mere existence, you do not have to do anything. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to be anything. You don't have to do anything to be this essence, this nugget. You are worthy. You are worthy of being here of the things that you want. You deserve what you want. Also, you are whole. You are complete. You are unbroken. You are lovable. You personally are lovable. You don't have to do anything for that. You don't need anybody else to prove that to you. You were born lovable. You're going to die lovable. You are lovable your entire life. It is the essence of who you are. You do not possess that as a quality. You are lovable. You are also connected. You belong. Really specifically, you belong here. You belong with me. And I'm glad you're here. But also, you don't even need me for that. This is your essence. This is your birthright. Your existence proves that you are lovable. Your existence proves that you are capable. You can do anything you set your mind to. You are capable of anything you want. Not because you have to do stuff. You don't have to prove that. You don't need evidence of it. Your existence means that you are capable. I could talk about that for a really long time because I know that some of these concepts feel a little bit hard to grab onto. I'm going to move on from there and just offer you this as something to chew on for a while. And again, fit it into your own concept of how the world works with your personal belief system. Number two, this one's actually my favorite. (laughs) You are simultaneously at the same time, both a complete miracle and a complete mess. And that's exactly how you should be. My friend, you are a golden nugget. You are born a golden nugget. It is your essence, but also, also you have this flesh, (laughs) this body, this human experience that is just a mess. It's a mess. And it's supposed to be, we're all a mess. You are a miracle and a mess. It's what makes life fun. It means you can't take being a miracle too seriously. You're not really all that in a bag of chips, but you are. And also it means that you can't take the mess too seriously. Anytime you start being like, oh my God, I'm such a mess, which is a thought I hear pretty frequently. Oh my God, I'm such a mess. Yeah, but also not really. You're both. You're both. And they don't negate each other. They just live together in harmony. You are a miracle. You are a mess. It's all good. It's exactly the way it's supposed to be. 
Number three, you have all the power all the time. This one's a really tough one for lots of us to wrap our brains around because we think, no, things happen. (laughs) Things out there, they happen. They happen to me. They happen against me. But here's what I want you to know. You always, from the minute of birth to the minute of death, have access to your thoughts. And you are the only one who has access to your thoughts. Nobody else on the earth can make you think anything. That is your power. You have the power to think about anything the way you want to, which therefore means that you have the power to feel the way you want to about anything because your thoughts create your feelings. Nobody has access to your thoughts. Nobody else has access to your feelings because you have your own thoughts, your own feelings. You also therefore do the things your feelings drive your actions, which is exactly how it's supposed to work. That's why you have feelings is so that you will do stuff. Nobody has access to making you do things. It's an inside job. Therefore, because of that, you have only you have access to your thoughts. Only you therefore have access to your feelings. Only you therefore have access to your actions because of your actions. I mean, that really is how we get what we want. It really, really is. You gotta do stuff to get your goal. It means that you have the power to get your goal. Again, I could talk about that all day. Not gonna, because boy, this has already taken me longer than the half an hour. I promised you, you're welcome. Number four is that your feelings are meant to be felt. You guys, your feelings are your power. It's, it is, well, your thoughts and your feelings are your superpower, but your feelings are the things that drive your actions. And also if you're me, sometimes your feelings are the things that drive your inactions. <laughs> you are supposed to feel your feelings. You're supposed to, we all try and shove them down. Oh my gosh. Right. We all try and shove them down. However, your feelings are meant to be felt. Your feelings are fuel for you to do stuff. Your feelings are also, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of right now. Never wrong. What's that word? Okay, I'm just going to go with never wrong because the word I'm trying to come up with isn't coming to me. Your feelings are the compass for your life that are never wrong. I know Sally's got a word for me. She always knows how to read my mind even though she has no access to my thoughts. <laughs> Infallible. Yes. Thank you. I knew you'd know. Thank you for that. Your feelings know what to do. They do. Your feelings are always telling you what you're thinking. Your feelings are always driving your actions. Your feelings are meant to be felt. They are natural. Your body creates feelings on purpose to get you to do stuff. You're supposed to have them. You're supposed to feel them. All right. And then number five, because of all these other things, you can create anything you want. Like for reals. And here's the thing. Lots of us try and start here with this thought. I can create anything I want. So I'm going to decide to weigh this number and then I'm going to start doing things. And then we can't figure out why we can't get there. This is a big concept, you guys. These are big concepts. These Take a while to really sink in and actually manifest in your life. And I know manifest is one of those words that maybe you have great feelings about it. Maybe you don't, but manifesting means 
making something real. Right now, this might not sound real to you. Right now, these concepts might just sound like a really nice, cool story, bro. However, as you believe them, as you feel them in your body, they will create what you want. You have the power and the capability and the deservingness and the belongingness to create anything you want for yourself. It would be really lovely if we could all start with this one because then our goal would be so inevitable. And this is the thing that I want you to know about these five fundamental truths to success is that even if you don't believe them 100%, even if they feel a little sticky on your way there, the very fact that you are here, that you are listening, that you are considering these as an even remote possibility is one more step closer to what you want. It is one more step closer to your goal. Every time you even think about this stuff, it's getting you closer. Being an active participant in this process, knowing all the different parts to it, accepting that sometimes you're going to feel really lousy on your way to feeling really great, understanding any of these concepts, all of this work is proof that you're going to get there. Take that in and really Like, just take that in for a moment. Understanding this process, considering this as an option in my life is proof that I'm getting there. Because you guys, you can get there wherever there is, wherever you decide to go. My friend, thank you so much for listening. I hope you got a lot out of today's class. And if you did, I want to offer you that I will be having a five-day extravaganza inside the Get Your Goal Mastermind group from April 17th through 21st called Weight Loss University. It is five days of classes and coaching where we are mastering the mindset of weight loss. Much like today's podcast, we'll be really digging into the concepts and how your brain works and how to use how your brain works in your real life to get where you want to go. Now, here's the thing. If you happen to be listening to this podcast in real time, you have plenty of time to join us. As I mentioned, the five-day event is between April 17th through the 21st. It's a Monday through Friday. But even if you are listening to this podcast weeks or months or even years later, this Weight Loss University is going to be included as part of the Get Your Goal Mastermind Group membership in perpetuity. It will be available to you to really sink in and learn the skills that will guarantee your weight loss success from now till whenever. I do hope you'll join us live. There really is a magic to being in the room and getting your questions answered and getting coached that can make this work even more relevant for you personally. But if you can't be there live, you can join us anytime. Come on over to my website, getyourgoal.com slash work dash with 
dash me and learn all about the Get Your Goal Mastermind group and how to join and we will see you inside for Weight Loss University. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave a rating and review so other women of a certain age can stop struggling with the scale and start loving their menopausal bodies. And if you're ready to change your mindset while you're changing your weight, then it's time to get into the Get Your Goal Mastermind group, where you'll find my proven success formula, answers to your questions, expert coaching, and the community support you've been looking for. You don't need to lose weight alone when you can have fun and level up your mindset with friends. With weekly coaching, coaching calls, live journaling classes, and access to the tools and strategies I've used to help thousands of women lose weight for the last time, the Get Your Goal group is the place for you to get your goal. Learn more about group membership at www.getyourgoal.com, and I'll see you inside the group.